Welcome to City Talk with Sabrina Bengal and Liz Hartman. Hello, Newburn. Hello. What a glorious, hot Friday oh, it is. Summer is here. And you've got a sweatshirt on, girl. Because you're so skinny. You need, a, you need a little meat on I your I wear bones. a lot of layers. <laughs> it's always cold in the studio, so I try you, to be, like, cozy. You need some meat on your bones. Everybody at work just... laughs at me because I say that, like, hoodies make me feel safe. Okay. And they're like, that's absolutely crazy, Liz. Okay. Feel that's, more hey, when everybody I'm has to do their own thing, but yeah. welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Good morning, Jenny. Mom, yes, Jenny. Good morning, Mom. I'm so glad to have you join us. And um, great, great day in uh, in Newburn, NC. And we're going to have a lot to talk about. Let me see if I can share this correctly. I'm just... Kind of. While you're trying to share it, Mom, can you please go water the plants that I planted? I'm becoming domestic, Sabrina. You'd be so uh, excited. Uh, uh, I cannot. It only took 32 years. Yeah, okay. You know, it is what it is. We have got a great show today. You really want to stay with us, and we want you to join in the conversation. Liz and I are going to have a lot to say about yeah. the election this week. Um, uh, big news for all of us, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then in our 8.30 segment, we are going to welcome the new executive director. Um, of the Newburn Civic Theater, which of course is such a I'm excited a jewel in our community, and we certainly want to uh, you know talk about that. And the best part about it, he was a erg pirate, comes from ECU, so we're gonna uh-huh. find out all about him. And um, real excited, keeping real it local. Excited. So yeah, take it off for us. Let's talk about these elections. Well, you got I, you got some announcements. Okay. Let's do that because when we get into this, I, you might not have time. Okay, I'll be like Sabrina. Okay, yeah. so I have a lot of announcements. Let me bring up my. So people get coffee so you can come back and join in the conversation. So first big thing I want to talk about is Freshwater is doing their one year birthday party tomorrow. It starts at 2 p.m. They are going to have musicians. They're going to have food trucks. But most importantly, they're going to have some of the best craft beer I've ever found. Um, I just want to toot their horn for a second if I can. There's been a lot of businesses in this town that have always supported American Legion Post 539. But what Freshwater has done has been really special to me because they've made a home for veterans not just the post. We all know we can go there, we can drink together, we're in safe arms. And I really appreciate what they're doing. So please go celebrate their one year birthday tomorrow. And then moving forward on Tuesday of next week. So that's Tuesday, May 24, at the Newburn National Cemetery, there's gonna be a Blue Star Ceremony. The Trentwood Garden Club. Oh partnered with the wall that heals okay they still yes. had money left over so they partnered with them to bring a blue star national cemetery marker to make us an official an official blue star cemetery that's awesome really great um puts us on the map even more for visitors and tourists so that will take place at 11 a.m on tuesday may 24th at the national cemetery fast forward to the 28th of may a day i'm really excited about that's a saturday Outside of Carolina Creations and Poppies Brews and Bites, we will be passing out poppies in honor of those who have passed and come before us for Memorial Day. So please come see us. We'll share with you what we do in this community. We also want to take some time to remember those who gave the ultimate sacrifice for us. Um, It's free. The poppies are free. Uh The poppies are made by injured vets. So... They make them for us, free poppies, but we will be taking donations. Sure. And those donations go to all the great things American Legion does. And I would be remiss if I didn't say that in this past week again, we found another homeless vet in his car with his dog. My good friend sent me all the information. And by the end of the night, he was in a hotel for a week. We had job interviews lined up and long-term housing arranged. Awesome. Uh, and, so, and that's the good work we, we can do together as a community. Absolutely. So there's no problem. We can't at least try to attempt to solve. We can't solve absolutely. them all, but we can attempt to solve And it's them. incredible to see that, th- that your donations are going to local right. veterans, not right. some national organization. And I want to shout out because our good friend Virginia Spencer, of course, the owner of Carolina Creations, always joins us and always want to put in a plug for Carolina Creations. Absolutely. What a great, great shop in our downtown for many many years virginia does a great job and she's a veteran yeah so that's the really great thing and then i want to welcome um 
alderman elect uh, Bob Brinson. Yes! Who, uh, there was only two in his race. He he won the race and he got the fifty percent plus one of the votes. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. So good morning, Bob. Glad to have you. Hope you will join in the conversation with us this morning. Also a veteran. Also a veteran. Also so a member of Post Five Thirty Nine. This is awesome to have all these great people. Join it really us this is. Morning. It's, um, it's great. What else? So and on. then, of course, everybody doesn't want to miss our show next Friday. Yeah, um, the show will be dedicated to, to Memorial, Memorial Day, Day and to veterans and and really what's what's going on. We're going to actually have one uh, veteran yep. in here talking with us people. and yeah. the sacrifice and the service of uh, these people in our country. I'm just you know beyond thrilled to have them. It's always a special show for me. Um, Memorial Day was very important to my father. Uh, he put a lot of. Uh, you know, time and energy into putting on his parade on Memorial I Day, as you know. It's so emotional for you. It is. You're going to see these poppies literally I know, everywhere. I know, it will be. And, so, just, and you know, our poppy, you know, we miss him terribly. My sister's actually here. Shout out to my sister who is here this weekend. And um, we've done a lot of laughing and crying in the past couple of days just talking be, about my dad. So. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, it will be. Okay. So a uh, lot's going on. Lots we want people on. to come on and yeah, just um, walk outside and go support local. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a great idea. So everybody, we had an election on Tuesday. Surprise! Oh, oh my goodness gracious! And um, you know, it was a long time coming. It, this has been so interesting, really, for the board of aldermen for the city municipal yeah. elections because you know, first and foremost, we are the longest serving. Board of Aldermen in the history of, of New Bern. You know, I guess there was no Board of Aldermen during the Civil War because That's everything, so, you know, shut down. So I don't know if the ones that were serving just stayed in their roles until the war was over. That was a four-year war. Um, I need to do a little research on that. But in the modern day era, we are the longest serving board and looks like we're going to continue to serve until August. So we will have served, you know, almost a year. Our elections were supposed to be last October, yep. October of 21. Because of COVID, it delayed the census, which delayed the redrawing of the wards, which meant we couldn't have an election in October. So therefore, it was pushed first to March then to may and yep. they threw our election into the election for the primaries of north carolina which meant that this was the date on tuesday that you would come out and vote for your respective candidates in either the republican or the democratic ticket that was how it all all worked um thanks sarah uh but they threw in the city the municipal. They, 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 they threw in the city yeah. municipal election, which meant it wasn't a primary it for us. It was it was our election. So what happened is when you went and they said to you, "What ballot would you like, Republican or Democrat?" Our names, the people running for city offices, were on both. Yep. So they were on both. We were covered on both sides. You could have also gone in there and said, "I don't want to vote in the primary. I don't want a Republican ballot. I don't want a Democratic ballot. I just want a City of Newburn ballot." You were granted that. It was That's called awesome. an unaffiliated ballot, and you could ask for those ballots. So um, that was the lay of the land on Tuesday. Um, I thought that it was slow, but it was steady. Okay. I was pleased to see the amount of people come out and everybody said, oh, such a low voter, voter turnout. Yes and no. As far as the city of New Bern is concerned, it was the most votes that had come out for a race. Really? So I was very pleased to see that people really took it seriously took it seriously, and really stepped up. That's great. Stepped up and, and, and did what they have to do. But I want to talk about a little bit of, of the a aftermath and, and what has happened and what's going to happen. I'm really, really disappointed, and I'm going to call it out. I said on Tuesday that, you know, after Tuesday was over, um, I was going to have a lot to say, win or lose. Yeah. And I, I'm going to tell you right now, I appreciate all the congratulations. I, you wouldn't believe the phone calls and the texts yeah. and the emails that I have received saying, congratulations, we're so glad to have you back. We need you. We need you. <laughs> it ain't not over, over yet. It's not over yet. The election yet. that never ends. Yes, the election that never ends. It's not over. The fat lady has not yeah. sung, and I haven't sung yet. So, yeah. you know, um, okay. it is not, uh, we're, we are not there yet. So I don't, I appreciate the congratulations, but we still have work to do. Can you break you know? down why, you know, earlier you said for 
uh, Alderman-elect Bob Brinson, it is over. So can you explain to us why, why it's over for Bob, but because not necessarily you? It was There were only two people in that race. Okay. So by virtue of that, somebody will get 50% of the vote. It's, you know, unless the write-ins are so massive, which yeah. normally is not the case. The rule is somebody has to get 50% plus one. So if there's 100 people that are voting, you must get 51 votes in order to win. Okay. And that is the reason that Bob Brinson is now our alderman-elect. That's his title, alderman-elect, because he won that race. Got it. But in the case of the first ward, there were three opponents. In the case of the mayor's race, there were technically four opponents. The second ward also, And I in think. the second ward, there were three opponents. So what happened was no one garnered the 50% mark. Therefore, it by law, it must go into runoff. Well, people said, well, wait a minute. In the United States Senate race, on the Republican side, there were like eight or nine people yep. running. How come there's no runoff there? And the reason for that is that for the state and the federal races, the threshold is 30%. 30% plus one. 30% plus one. So that is much easier to obtain. And the reason they do that is because they don't want all these runoffs. It's very expensive. And like you just said, we had nine candidates. It's very party. expensive. So um, 30% was the threshold. Got it. And they were able to get it, but does that does not apply to municipalities. 50% plus 50% one. 50% plus one. City. Now there's another caveat. The next caveat is that the second place finisher, okay? There's uh -huh. a first and a second place. There's not a winner. There's a first, second, and third, and fourth, depending on the number of people. The second place winner, once the vote is certified, which that will not take place until next Friday, May 27th. Okay, so you got a week. So they've got to count all the provisional, oh, the mail-in provisional, votes, the, mail -in votes, the provisional votes. That's all, That will be counted on Wednesday. Okay. And then on Friday, the vote will be certified by the Board of Elections. At that point, the second place candidates, whoever the second place candidate is, has the right to call for a runoff. They must do it before by June 2nd. By end of business, June okay. 2nd, they must call for the runoff. And if that's the case, if that second place finisher does that, then we go to the runoff election, which is July 26th. July 26th. So I'm going to say it three more times. July 26th, mark your <laughs> so, calendar. Jimmy, thank you. Um, you know, interestingly enough, the whole process will start all over again. Early voting will be July the 7th. July 7th. So it's going to start all over. You'll see everybody over at the courthouse this again. This need more signs. More, more signs. signs will come back out. You know, and I, um, we'll talk about the signs in a minute. I'm a little confused <laughs> about the signs. So, oh, you know, I have to stop for one second. My my dear, dear, dear sweet friend, Michelle Hearn, I just want everyone to, to be in thought and prayer for this sweet person who loves the world. Um, Michelle lost her dad yesterday. Um, he passed away, and we're thankful that he's in peace. But please, you know, Michelle, Michelle my sincere, deep condolences to you and your beautiful family. And I've lost my father as well, so I know what you're feeling this morning. So um, thoughts and prayers go out to our good friend. So we're going to have a, you know, a early voting period and an election. Okay. So this is what lies before us. You know, the sad part about it is the city of New Bern is going to have to pick up the the, the price tab. tag for that. Yeah. And that's ex but probably it probably cost us $40,000, $45,000. That's I will say, and I'm always going to say this, to me that's totally worth it for people to vote. Well, that's I would like to change I want to change I want to change the process. I wanted to change the process this time around, but I couldn't get the vote. Do you want it to be like 30% plus 1 like no. Fred? No, I want it to be um, what they call majority and not plurality. Oh, okay. Oh, excuse me. I want it to be plurality, not, not majority. majority. I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to figure that. So what it would do, um, Riverbend, Trent Woods, Bridgeton have all changed their voting method to where they have a vote in November. No matter how many people run, November is their election day and one vote wins it. And many small towns across 
the state, the majority of small towns do that. And as a Riverbend resident, which is great because I don't have to vote in the New Bern election. <laughs> um, as a Riverbend resident, I love that because, you know, as you're growing up when you're a kid, you always know November, 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 right, run, right, elect, right. vote. And it makes it a lot easier for the Riverbend resident, for me, I can't speak on behalf of Riverbend, <laughs> to remember when I need to go to the local town hall and vote. You know, and so I just, um, I try, I push for that. I thought that would be, I, you know, get more people out to vote, which it showed us that in a primary, so in a what we would consider a national vote, mm-hmm. more people came out. So if we went oh, it to- Oh, kind of proved it, yeah. Yeah. So if we go to a midterm, not a presidential year, but a midterm election- mm-hmm where we're voting for county commissioners and, you know, other judges and all that. There's a lot of information on your ballot. You yep. have, There's you know, come out one time and vote for that. In this case, people are only going to have to come out and vote for the city of New Bern, and you lose some people. It's just, it's just the numbers. And that's why, historically, we have had such a low vote turnout. But you I did that to the board before? I did. I, I, I worked it like you wouldn't believe, and I could not. What was the final vote? Um... I don't know that I had two people. It, it might have been five to two or four Got to it. three. Something. I think it might have been five to two. But I, I really pushed it because I thought it was in the best interest of the citizens to keep it that way. It's easy. It's clean. It's done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. With that being said, I had colleagues that said, "Hey, I don't like it. I want it that second job." Yeah. You know. Hey, for myself, when I ran for mayor in 2013. I was the in the first. I was in first place mm-hmm. uh, after the original vote. Went to the runoff with Dana Outlaw and lost. So you know it gave him a second life, oh. where it wouldn't have done that in the first round. Ah, I see. So you, you can you definitely know, see the pros for both sides. So there's pros and cons, and so my colleagues were concerned that they needed a runoff to win, and and that's okay. That was you know the the majority speaks, and I'm good with that. But I did try, and I'd like to change that process. So let let. We've talked about it. This is the process. This is what's going on. It's really very simple. But let me say, shame on you, media. Shame on you, media. You know, Sun Journal in case. That you would post a headline after the election that says, you know, Chief Summers, new mayor of New Bern. That was the furthest thing from the truth. All he had done was by one vote. But it doesn't matter. The headline should have read, Race too close to call. Runoff likely. Yeah, runoff likely. That was the head off. Head, that was the headline. But to publish something that is misinformation and it's irresponsible. It tells me that the reporters and the people in charge of writing that story were not prepared to go in into that story with the information at hand, such as they should have called that day to Board of Elections. Melanie and said, Ray, and you know and, and she would have given is a quote. The queen of elections. Absolutely. Let me tell you she's something. Amazing. The woman knows what she's doing. Should have gone in there and said, "Okay, what's going to happen today? Here's all these candidates. What's the process if nobody gets fifty percent, or do you have to get fifty percent?" That article never talked about what the process is, and really misled people. And even in my case, I again, f- people thought I had won it straight out. It was misleading. It should have been, you know, alderman, uh, mayor, and two aldermen, too close to call, likely go to, to, go to likely, runoff. likely go to runoff. And that's just, and it would know. have been tremendous. So, you know, speaking of local media, uh, in the same vein, I was very frustrated that on the front page, the day of voting, it didn't say in big, large letters. Go vote. Today's your voting day. Right. And I think they did the citizens a great disservice by saying it's over because, as we just said, it's the election that never ends. You got to go back. Yeah. It's it, likely to have a runoff. We're yeah. going to need you to go back and I vote mean, again. I can't imagine that there wouldn't be in the three races. I can't imagine that any of the second place exactly. would wouldn't not call, call for, for a runoff. runoff. So, you know, again, this is our democratic process. This is what we, the rules on the book, and we're going to follow them. But Let's be responsible about what share what the rules actually are. And that's what I'm really, really upset about. And let me tell you, so much misinformation. I'm going to talk about another incident that happened on Election Day. Um, The the young lady, and I'm just going to call her name out, Miss Tyndall, who um, uh, is the leader of the Save Union Point group. Okay. You know, who everybody saw. She was standing on the bridge holding her sign. She was at the polling place. She was, you know, early voting at the polling place. 
giving out misinformation. Again, I had several people from my camps and other camps speaking to her and telling people, you know, flat out lies. Yeah. And it's just disgraceful. And let me tell you something. She is, you know, the lies continue even to her. Example, um, she came to the Board of Aldermen months ago and listed her address as Fairfield Harbor. You know, we have the... Um, yeah, it's on the rule book. We talked about it last Well, week. we talked about, you know, giving giving your information. And uh, she gave her address at Fairfield Harbor. Uh, three weeks ago, she gave her address as... Uh, no, excuse me. The next time she came, she gave her address as North Pasture Street, which is in the, the city limits of Newburn. Uh, last Tuesday night, two weeks ago when we had our meeting, a week ago Tuesday, she came and had public comment and gave her address again as Fairfield Harbor. So what is She that? does not live at 1409. She has a friend that lives there. She actually registered to vote at that address. So that concerns me. The public should be concerned that somebody like that is out there giving them information and they're, they're receiving well, do, it as gospel. I do want to say something here. I have met Melanie Ray. Oh, yes. And she's phenomenal. If something like that is going on, I have complete faith in Melanie Ray and the entire Craven County be, Board of Elections. We will elections. be reporting that. We want to make sure that she has not voted at Because that a, a lot of, on both sides of the aisle, a lot of the issue is people are so quick to, you know, throw accusations. Go to the source. I would really encourage everyone to go meet Melanie Ray, meet the Board of Elections. You know, Larry Taylor does all the computer stuff for it. And they're a tremendous team. Right. I mean, she but I knows. I think you should be talking to the candidates. I'm really tired of misinformation. I am tired. We have got to, as a community, start stepping up. And just because somebody prints it, it is not gospel. Let me tell you something. The whole negative, it, it to me, is a crying out shade that negative media is what wins elections. I just don't understand that. But it's been for, uh, if it yeah, leads, it raises. Is it right? No, it's not right. It's not right. Let me tell you something. I had two other opponents with me and not one of us i'm kudos to my opponents not one of us now they may be in private i'm sure they were saying negative things about me because i heard you know things such as oh you know i don't have a financial interest um i don't have an interest i have an investment and that's two totally different things and that's the difference but nobody sent out flyers and and did really ugly stuff we were cordial with each other we greeted each other cordially um and that's the way it should be and you know people said to me oh you need to get mean and you need to do this i don't know that it's in my spirit and i don't know that it'll ever be in my spirit but you know people the public like craves that stuff we saw what happened with the union point thing people sharing the the lies and the you know misinformation and it should not be that that's how elections are won that is not how we do things i you know talk to the candidates you know trust your neighbors because a lot of people i'll tell you i can't i probably got a hundred questions asked of me what do you think about this one what do you think people trust me and they know that I'm going to tell them the truth about candidates. And I do love that candidate questionnaire that went out. I think New Bern Live did one. Yeah. I love that candidate questionnaire. It's on Ballotpedia. You can always find out the answers directly from exactly. the but, candidates. But we've got, we've got to stop spreading misinformation. And we've got to stop these attacks. And the reason people are attacking is because they it sells. And obviously, we saw a race, you know, a county commissioner race. And we saw where very negative advertising, you know, pamphlet after pamphlet, handily won the race. I mean, you know, kudos to them. But is that what we want as I a community? Is that what we want as a community? Obviously, the, the electorate felt that person was was the one they wanted to represent them. No and issue there. And that doesn't there. necessarily mean that the results were from the pamphlets. It could yeah. have just been from door knocking. Right. Because as we saw with Bob, Bob hit those streets. I think Bob is like the darkest yeah, and skin tone I've ever seen in my life right now. <laughs> he said he was, and, and, and you're absolutely right, that Travis um, Oakley, who was Bob Brinson's opponent, they ran positive yeah, campaigns. They, hit they the just streets. got out there and they talked to the voters. And that's the way it should be. And we can do elections like that. I'm, I'm just... I'm just upset that we feel that we've got to swipe at people and we've got to 
pull people down? Does it make you feel better about yourself to be negative about somebody else? No, stand on your record. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to stand on my record. If you had to give me a report card today, I would give myself maybe a 92 or a 93. I don't do everything right. I shouldn't do everything right. But heck, I'll take that 92 or 93. Most students, you know, go on to great universities because they've gotten all A's, you know? So I'm very, um, you know, I'm very proud of the work that I do, and I will stand on that all day long. You know what you're getting with me. You know you know how hard I work for the city, and I'm just going to go for it that way. But let's stop all this trash talking. Let's stop trying to make people believe that, that I have a conflict of interest. You know, we've got a, a, another media source that continues to want to find dirt when there's not dirt there. They spin it to say, ha ha, we think we found somebody. Do you know that the FOIA request, we got like a dozen at the city, you know, right now, and we talked about this. Let's just get out. Let's stand on who we are. Let's stand on what we do. And let's let's support that. Let's stop with the with the trash. Well, I have some other great news speaking of standing on our records. Okay. I was elected as the commander for another year on Wednesday. Bob awesome. is my judge advocate again. <laughs> so really to take the politics out of this, I'm still here, guys. Yeah, right. We're still going to be doing better. You know, there stuff. is politics in everything we do. I'm people say, "Oh, I'm not a politician." There's politics in church, there's politics in school, and there's politics at home, believe there me. Is. I know who's in charge at my Absolutely. House, and so there is politics there. But, you know, this is why people are not running. This is why people don't want to get out there. They don't want their personal lives trashed. They don't want people saying ugly things to them to their families and whatever it takes. It is not necessary. You know, I want to you know, and I'm I'm honest. Um, my opponent's wife, Lori, and I'm going to call her name, um, she's delightful. Every time that I have been in a room with her for a form or something like that, she comes right over and speaks to me. We talk about our grandchildren. She's done an amazing job in fixing up her house, and that's the way it should be. But when it's time to go to battle and I have to get in front of a group and talk about you know, my community and this ward... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, that's my battleground. And my my armor and my weapon is my record and the good things that I've done for this community. And and it is what it is. So, you know, that that's how we're gonna go for it. Um, and I, you know, anybody that has any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. We've had to lots, of your we have event. lots and lots of comments today and I appreciate it. But let's, you know, nobody's going to run. Nobody that's going to really want to get in there and work is going to run if we continue this atmosphere. You want to do that on the national level. You want to do that on the state level. Knock yourself out because we don't have to look you in the eyeballs. But that's why I stood at that polling place at George Street on on Tuesday. And I wanted to make sure I looked everybody in the eye. Yeah. So if they... You know, they were, knew they could come up to you afterwards. That's right. That they could speak to me. And I met so many wonderful voters and supporters. And I want to thank everybody. I want to thank my workers, everybody who came out. It is so time consuming to do that. But um, Okay, so we're getting close to the 830 hour. I'm going to say yes. these events again because it's the most viewers right. we've ever had. And thank you, Alderman <laughs> Astor. I just... I just, because, you know, I love me some Bobby Astor. Um, he said, there isn't another alderman that works as hard for a ward as Sabrina. She does her homework. Thank you, Bobby. I really do. And I appreciate your support from day one. Okay. Um, so okay. here's my really quick rundown. Tomorrow, Saturday at 2 p.m., I need you all to go to Freshwater Beer Company. Say hello to Tia. Say hello to Brandon. They are going to be celebrating their one-year anniversary with some musicians, food, and some of the best beer in town. I also, on May 28th, please come out to Poppy's Brews and Bites or Carolina Creations as we will be passing out poppies in honor of those we've lost. And we'll also be, by donation only, collecting funds for American Legion post 539's programs. That's all I got. Okay. It's way That's faster good. than the first And lots time. of good comments. And yes, you know, we want to be positive. Uh, what, uh, what offends me more than anything is the people... I mean, I had somebody absolutely tell me to go F myself. Oh, that's horrible. Do you know what I'm saying? And I have never been disrespectful to anybody. I have never been rude. I try to listen. I might raise my voice a little bit coming back because you just get to a level of frustration. But I have never been been um, ugly to anybody and there's no reason for anybody to treat me that way anybody if you don't like what I do just say I you know I don't agree with you I want to one last comment because we got a great guest coming up now 
anybody from East Carolina is a great guest to me, but um, uh, 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 somebody that I knew, um, and I would have said prior to Tuesday that she was not in my camp and she would not have been my voter. But she came up to me, she was at the polling place, she came up to me and put her arms around me and said, I wanna thank you for everything that you do in our community. She said, I know how hard you work. She said, but I'm gonna tell you, I don't like your politics. I don't agree with them and I don't like them. And I said to her, but I never bring my politics to the bench and I don't. And she said, I know. And that's why I support you and that's why I voted for you. That's awesome. And you know, I just said to her, you made my day. Because you know, all those terrible things go through your mind and I really appreciate it. So you don't have to like my politics. And again, I'm very lucky in that the city of New Bern, my politics are, you know, I'm a fiscal and social conservative. That's who I am, okay? But I, on the, you know, on the bench, what I do for the city of New Bern, be glad that I'm a fiscal conservative because I'm watching out for your tax dollars. And as far as the social part of that, that is not what the city of Newburn governs. We do not govern those things. Those are at a county level. That's why it's a partisan election, Republican, Democrat, and that we are nonpartisan in the city of Newburn. So let's remember that as we go into the to the day. Yay, Tommy Moore. Um, Thank you. He said, win, lose, or draw. I think you uh, do a fantastic job for the citizens of Newburn. Thank you so much. It is about the heart. It's not about the party or the politics. And we need people with heart. A title, to, I don't need Alderman title to do good work in this community, but I'm grateful for it. I enjoy having a seat at the table because I can make things happen. With that being said, let's get our guest in here yeah. so that we can talk to him. And yes, keep keep up with the comments. This is awesome. Let's do it. We're going to, you know, um, we're going to continue to talk about this as the days go on. I want to thank. Um, July 7th is going to be the early next voting. early yeah. voting. And I want to, I really want to uh, thank Eric Queen and Newburn Live. They did a, an incredible job of covering the election. Oh, yeah, live. So it's great. Very cool. Um, really appreciate it. And we're going to get him all. Headed up here. Good morning. Hi. How, how are, are you? you today? Good morning. We're so we're so excited. We're beyond excited to have you. And I'm gonna let you first of all, gotta do the ARG thing. Love me some East Carolina. ARG. Yeah. So I don't know if you know about me, but I've you know been involved with East Carolina for a long time. I was the chair of the alumni association. I've been the chair of the board of visitors. Started on the library board, the Pirate Foundation board. So I've done my time at ECU. Absolutely. Um, and so when I see those you know letters by your name i know you are the man for eastern north carolina so michael introduce yourself and and tell us who you are and the exciting things that are happening and what liz and i both consider a, you know a jewel in the crown of newburn well yeah thank you for uh, well acknowledging that um uh, I, I believe so too that's what's drawn me here in the first place but my name is michael tahaney and i am the uh, new executive director at newburn civic theater as you just said and um yeah i i was uh well, I came to uh, Eastern North Carolina, to Greenville specifically, uh, in 2002. Um, it was a universities do a national search for their their faculty, and so I was at that time. I was in California, um, uh, in living. I lived in San Diego for a while there. Um, I'm uh, uh, from Orlando. That's my my hometown. Uh, but I, I had I was doing my graduate work out in California and. Uh, I saw this ad and I applied for it, you know, clear across the country. And um, awesome, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, but it, the wording appealed to me, and so I, I, you know, I threw my name in the hat there, and uh, I got called you for, got it. for a, an, uh, to an interview, and, and I ended up being the right fit for the school at the right time. So uh, I was the uh, head of the musical theater BFA program for about, as I said, about twenty years, um, and it was great. It, it reminds me of Newburn Civic Theater, right? where it is right now. I, I felt like there was a great infrastructure at the, at the university. Uh, it was really set up well. and But I felt like I, you could see that the leadership was, um, it, it had been inconsistent, it wasn't strong, uh, but the the elements were there. It just kind of didn't know what it wanted to be and where it wanted to go. And so uh, it had been a little bit of a revolving door before I got there. And so I feel like I, I you know, I. I built that on the on the foundation of something that was already strong was able to push it forward and grow that program 
Uh, but as I said, after about 20 years of doing the same thing um, and, and having it get built to a place that I'm very proud of where we, where we uh, reached uh, the achievement there, it's uh, now a, a, a nationally prominent program. It's especially strong on the East, uh, East Coast area. So I'm just really proud of what we did there. And, uh, but, you know, like I said, I was, you, you do something a long time and uh, you start to get a little bit, it gets a little rote right. for you. And not that I didn't love it, but um, sort of wondering what might be next. And I really didn't want to go into administration, you know, like become a dean or something. That was not really my my passion. Uh, and this uh, happened to come across my 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 path, and and uh, I was asked would I be interested in doing this. I thought, well, that uh, six months ago I <laughs> didn't really think about it, but there it was. And so I came over. I was invited to to interview here. Uh, at the Civic, and I felt like a really good fit. And I feel the theater feels like it's in that same sort of place. There's been um, a lot of foundation. I can feel there's been a lot of passion, a lot of dedication, a lot of really committed people have have brought the theater to where it is today. Through t- you know, I know there's been some oh, troubled yeah. times, and that's always the case in any enterprise, but especially in the arts, we all, there we have all that sort of the balance keeps going this way and that and. Um, I could really feel that there had been a lot of a lot of love and a lot of passion and a lot of dedication for many years. But I feel like I was, um, you know, with, with Angelina stepping aside a while back, and then we had Tyler uh, Griffin in as the interim, um, who sort another of sh- ECU guy, another <laughs> ECU guy. Actually, he was one of my former students. Awesome. Um, yeah, uh, and uh, but you know, he has other other goals and, and dreams for for himself right now in, in this in this city as well. But um, so he really wanted to hand it off to somebody as well. And you know, I he actually he's the person who said, you know, Michael, would you be interested in doing this? I've seen what you did at ECU, and I'm just kind of curious what you might think you could do here. So I, I that's what piqued my interest in the beginning. But I met uh, the the board and. Uh, you know, looked around at the theater and, and I looked at the history of it. And I was just like, this place feels like it's got so much, so much potential. Not that it, it, it you know, it, it isn't successful where it is, but it's like, I just feel like it was just vibrating with like, what's the next level? Where can this thing go? What can it be? And that's what ultimately excited me about it. Because I believe that when I look around, I'm also, I think it's interesting when you're an outsider, because I didn't live here, I live nearby, but I did some work for the Tryon Palace 20 years ago when mm, I first oh. came here. Uh, I was asked to come in and, and assess some of the, the candlelight uh, experience that that you have around Christmas time, and um, that was my first exposure to to Newburn. And uh, the whole uh, Tryon Palace, of course, was extraordinary and really kind of this wonderful place. But I, the city, I wasn't quite sure. It felt I live in Little Washington now, and it felt a little bit like kind of where Little Washington is is today. And uh, so that was my first experience. And then coming back to interview, uh, I, I come through here frequently and we stop at you know, Persimmons and, uh, you know, or a couple of little restaurants here in town and, and for lunch or something, going to Beaufort and coming right. back to town. But I hadn't really spent much time here. And so these couple of days, I really came and walked the streets. And I think this is a really, you guys have an amazing town, city here. And, um, I guess, as you know, why, why you feel very passionate about your contributions yeah. and what you're trying to do here as well. Um, but it's a special pl- It's a really become an extraordinary really small city. Right. Really, It doesn't yeah. feel like a small town anymore. It feels like a small city, but it's very engaging. Um, and I really felt like, again, this felt like it's right, ready for uh, a, a performing arts or a theater arts center that really becomes... Um, well, you already sort of described it as, as, the, as a, a, a jewel in the crown, but I <laughs> maybe a little bit bigger jewel. Um, I really feel like I want it to be yeah. the, the center of the of the performing and and the theater arts culture because this it's so unique that you you can come down, you can have a wonderful dinner, absolutely. You can Walk go over, up. catch a, a show at the theater, and then go have a drink afterwards at one of these great new you know bars and and clubs and things that are popping up, and it's. It that's very yeah. rare in in it any is. city in America, especially in North Carolina. Yeah, and yeah. It's, but it is all about balance. Yes, and you know you have to have it can't be all or all or nothing, and that's what a lot of communities don't get. And people, you know, they open up and every other building is a restaurant or a bar, and that doesn't make the round package. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're right, you know, theater and all this stuff. But for so long, you know, arts 
has been such a draw, whether it's visual arts or performing arts. Mm -hmm. And I think our arts council and, and the civic theater. And now look, what do we have? Three or four mm -hmm. theater groups here in this community. Mm -hmm. And you know, a while back, God, it's probably been 10, 15 years or more. You know, there was a group of us that sat down and said, hey, could we, should we be pushing to build you know, a performing arts center, and that's mm -hmm. what we should really look at. And you know what the feeling was when we stepped away from that? Maybe not, because the charm of the Sax Bradbury Theater, which it was called for many years, yes. um, the charm of that theater, the location of it, the location of the Masonic Theater, you know, it is in the heart of our downtown, and people want that. They want to be able to walk and have dinner rather than just drive someplace, see something, and leave. Exactly. And so I think that when you look at everything, it was better to put the funds into the rehabilitation and restoration of, of mm -hmm. your theater mm -hmm. versus trying to build and put the money in somewhere else. Um, you know, we have, I think we have enough auditoriums in different places mm -hmm. that can be used for the bigger shows, but. Um, I love the charm of, I of do the Civic too. Theater. It, especially now, if, if people haven't been there lately, it's it's gone under a pretty uh, substantial renovation on the inside. I can't I, wait to see yeah, it. Yeah, I know the facade was done in like 20 mm -hmm. teens, somewhere in the in the teens there. Um, and that's obviously hugely improved. Um, we just need to get the little vase back up on exactly. the Exactly. We're, we're I'm working on that because I actually found an old picture. Of uh, yes. The, the real, I, we found it. And I said, wait a minute. So there was more architectural detail on here that didn't get that didn't happen in that right. first uh big push and so um you know it's all about money and money, everything yeah. else you know it comes well, like everything you know, else this but. is the new burns phrase money makes the bear dance <laughs> so just remember that <laughs> and maybe sing and maybe do a yeah, little bit of shakespeare but yeah, so uh, but the interior has been the gutted the whole like the, I call it sort of the shell the out the house you know the orchestra seating and the balcony seating the, all the the ceiling and the walls have mm -hmm. all been re redone and the stage has been redone and then of course what was called the Athens Cafe uh, next door has been completely gutted and turned into a large black box and performance space so ah. um, it's beautiful and it, it's a, actually a great events space as well so my last pitch right now is that we are um, audience comfort is to me critical like when I sort of did my assessment of what I thought we needed to do and I'd love to put the vases and some of the, <laughs> the scroll work back on the exterior of the building. But it's the decorative the ornamentation. Ornamentation. <laughs> there, there's your word. Um, Those are historic restoration words. That's perfect because that's a, give me a good word for that. Um, but I would love to restore that back uh, eventually. But right now, I think audience comfort is really my Absolutely. my priority mm -hmm. because I know a lot of people come and like, hey, the show is great. This is you know the, all that, but. Ladies, you'll know what I'm talking about. The ladies' room is especially awkward uh, right now. It's it's old, and and the men's room is equally as old, and a little bit, you know, it doesn't function super well. And um, so for me, that was like the priority. It's like I I don't want someone to say, hey, there's great stuff happening there, but I don't want to go back because it was awkward, or, or I brought my mother and she had a hard time getting in absolutely. and out of, you know, all that especially stuff. Especially when you know it's going to be me dragging my husband to the mm -hmm. shows. So right. yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you want. I mean, if it, it, audience comfort. I know it sounds a little awkward, but it's it that that sense of just having it be accessible oh, and comfortable. And absolutely. we're adding another bathroom uh, that will be uh, a wheelchair accessible bathroom Very so cool. that anybody that has any kind of um, As it should be. immobility, yes. you know, difficulties uh, will have access to That's that. Awesome and to it will hear. sort of help just, you know, during intermissions and things sort of help all of that move a little bit quicker. And uh, so we're calling it the best seat in the house. And <laughs> sort of a little pun here because uh, it means the bathroom seating as well. <laughs> oh. um, but it also we're also doing all of the, the seating in the in, in the, the space in in the upstairs in the because both the the uh, seating was donated very generously by people in the past, but they've been kind of from another facility mm -hmm. and worked into that space. So again, we we're grateful that was that was there, but uh, it doesn't function as efficiently as it can and especially the balcony because the ramping up there yep. sorry this might be too much detail but you know is it was designed for smaller seating and so it, it's made it a little awkward to get in and out of the seating and so you know i just said i i really think we need to make sure that audience comfort is there we've got a new hvac system there's new fans and things for the balcony area so that it's now cool Functional and comfortable space. and yeah. all of that so that's really by, really by enjoy our season the show. yeah exactly and so season 2023 uh we're going to do this in december january so that by the time we, we do our first productions in the next season it that is right. a, a promise that will all be done 
So if you would like to participate in that, um, we are doing a capital campaign and it's $500 per seat and your name will be plaqued permanently on the seats and you can name uh, for yourself or for a loved one or don't, you know, sort of in, in honor of or in memory of or a business, you know, anything like that. You can do that. Um, and we're actually selling the entire balcony for $50,000. Um, thinking big, who knows? Well, I but love it. You'll I, get it. No, you know, you'll get it. I'm I mean, you get so. But look, it will be a namesake me, up there. And, it. you know, if it was my company, I, like Tahini yeah. Widgets or something, it'll it'll be very prominently displayed. That's up. awesome. And uh, it's a real lasting um, impression gift that a, a, a person or a company can give to the city. Do you have middle city. tiers for the people who are like 500 is easy, but 50,000 isn't? Do you have any middle tiers? Well, it's, it's, it's just $500 a seat no matter what. So if you want to okay. buy 10... You can 20, buy 10. Okay, five, got it. You know, 40 uh, of your own. We'll, we'll just place them, Perfect. you know, wherever they, they'll they'll work in the theater. Um, but I did the math, and if 400 people uh, donated $500 to the seating campaign, we would have this done by the end of the week. So it's it's not a huge ask. I'm, yep. I'm a, a man of a modest means myself, but I felt it was important that we do that. But you just think if, if 500 people in this, or 400 actually, in the city just said, that's important. I want a, a good I want performing to be comfortable when center. I'm there, yeah. 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 It's, so it's really not a huge, uh, daunting ask. And um, so I'm, I'm excited about the prospect of it. I think it's very doable. And I, I see it as, as an investment in... Is sort of creating that at least the hub because there are other I know theater organizations in the area and I'm looking into partnering with with, with some of these other yeah, groups absolutely and I'm happy to do it as a matter of fact I, I spoke with the uh, the the people at the African American uh, yeah Carrie Gallagher's great lady yep uh, center and uh, I was listening to some of their podcast in their oral history uh, library and I'm like these stories need to be heard yeah, they, absolutely and they would be absolutely. beautiful on in your stage, theater mm-hmm. you know with an audience. Uh, uh, I think that's important, and I know there's some other other uh, performance groups in in the town. Uh, one of my other big goals, in, in addition to our seasons, is we're inter- introducing a thing called the uh, Encore Series, which is going to be bringing in national acts, uh, small in size, maybe two to like one to four or six people, um, and having them come in for sort of one night events and maybe stand up comedy or an acapella group or a, maybe a, a, some kind of culturally diverse, you know, an Irish uh, nationality uh, duo or something like that or an Appalachian special. That, that, that's awesome. So, of course, your biggest supporter and your board member is my good friend Amber McCracken. Mm-hmm. And she said her her kids are getting seats for Christmas. No, I can't so I think that's, right now, but that's a great that's, idea. That's a great idea. So you've got a birthday, an anniversary. What a great gift to, to put towards this. And I love the idea of your little groups and the little encore thing because what I miss, of course, I'm from New York and grew up mm-hmm. going to theater all the time. Um, I missed, you know, a couple of shows. So you'd have the early show at like six o'clock mm-hmm. and then you can go to dinner afterwards or you could go to the show at eight o'clock and go to dinner beforehand and mm-hmm. go, I wish we could do some things like that because w- when we package and do things and many years ago, mm-hmm. I'm talking many years ago, 20 mm-hmm. plus years, they used to do a um, di- di- dinner and theater package. Mm-hmm. So the restaurants, we only had a couple at the time, yeah. you know, packaged where you bought a ticket and it was a prefixed meal, and you got the meal to go with the theater to help kind of support the restaurants downtown. So it was like exactly. a win-win for both. So there's lots of opportunity out there. Mm-hmm. I love that you want to work with other people in the community. I think mm-hmm. it's really important. We have to stop being silos here in Newburn. That's our yeah. only like little, you know, takes us back a little bit, mm-hmm. but um, so much out there that we can do. But I know we are in season now, correct? Why don't you talk about what we've got going on? Yeah, well, thank you for that. Uh, Well, currently we have a funny thing happened on the way to the forum, which is, uh, well, the late, great uh, Stephen Sondheim put this show together. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, when you look at the uh, sort of a promo ad on on our our site, it's like, what what exactly is this thing? You're talking courtesans and eunuchs and uh, you know, servants and all that is like, what is this thing? Well, it's it's an ancient Roman comedy. Uh, it's written over two thousand years ago, and it's been adapted. So you might think, well, what what would a two thousand year old play have to do with anything today? Right. But what's amazing is it's still funny. The characters are so recognizable um, as you know they are types, of course, but broad types. But we recognize the types within our ourselves, perhaps in our community, uh, and he adapted that. 
2,000-year-old uh, piece and with the genius of, of Sondheim's brain, but it's, you know, mistaken identities and uh, sort of pratfalls. It's sort of, if you think uh, about a Marx Brothers or a, uh, you know, sort of knockabout slapstick kind of comedy, you know, characters, um, and you mix it with sort of classic show tunes and vaudevillian kind of energy, um, and mix all that in with a, a farce kind of comedy with in the last five or six minutes, I won't do a spoiler alert here thing, but it, you know, it all wraps up in this crazy kind of what this happened. You know, and it's sort of one of these kind of things where the audience is just sort of follows this whole nutty caper to the end where they just sort of have a, a very delightful. A lot of good laughs. A lot of good laughs at the end. It's a lot of fun and some great, obviously some great music. Um, and that's playing uh, tonight. Uh, this is Friday night, uh, yes. And Saturday night at 7.30. And then there's a two o'clock matinee this week. And then okay. next weekend on the 27th and the 28th, we do the same thing. We do a Friday and a Saturday in the in the 7.30 slot. And those will be our final shows. So Get out uh, and see it before it's over. See it before it's over. It's a lot. It's it's a lot of fun, and we now we have our beer and wine license too, so you uh, can purchase uh, uh, beverages of choice. We also have other offerings that are non non alcoholic as well. I did not know that we do, and That's the awesome. new seats will all have cup holders in them. By the way, so that uh, nice. I mean, you know, we're it's, 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 it's today, you know, it is, it is, and uh, it's and and it's we we're doing really well with that. Um, as, and so you can come in, you can enjoy a you know, glass of wine or something. We have a lovely selection of wines. Um, you know, enjoy the that's show. A phenomenal date night. It's yeah, a great date night. Amazing. It really is. Because there's nothing on at the movies anymore. So exactly. Well, most people are laying in, you know, they're on their couch watching Netflix. Yeah. For and the we want to anyway. walk around. Oh, I love this. It's great. Great You, you want to do it. Um, after that um, is Sankofa, which will be the next pr production. And that'll be a celebration for yep. Juneteenth. Yep. Yep. We sort of kick off the Juneteenth celebration with Sankofa. Um, and that is a, sort of a musical review of, of skits and songs and uh, some dance and moments that are all celebrating either actual sort of origins, African black history, and then all the way into the African-American experience. Um, and it's it's a real celebration of that history and that uh, the arts and the culture of that culture. But it's also, we want to make sure that the audience, under, it's totally inclusive. It's, it's awesome. not an exclusive experience. Experience. We welcome and hope that audiences of all uh, ethnic and diverse backgrounds will come and, and, and intermingle and share and in the joy of that. learning experience. Mm -hmm. it, it really I mean, is. I'm really excited for that one because it's something that Newburn's never really experienced. Yeah, they started it last year. They did start it. it. They had it last it year. The beginnings of this, and we're carrying it into this year with a bit more... Um, you know, oomph and, and ex we, we've learned a lot uh, from last year's uh, uh, celebration. And so this, as I said, sort of pulls the whole, uh, kicks the week off that will then end with the actual Juneteenth celebration awesome. on the 19th. Um, that is part of the Juneteenth uh, of New Bern uh, organization that's putting that whole thing together. So we're really pleased to be part of that. I, maybe I can come back and we can talk about that yes, a little bit more always. once it, as we get back. in a month. I would love a Juneteenth episode. I'm going to plug that really quick. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Uh, on, on June 18th, uh, it's part of that celebration. It's not really part of the celebration, but within that week, uh, we have um, uh, Lewis and Clark, which I know many of you are. Yeah, we all uh, and I can, yeah. we, We're getting Vaughn on here because we want to talk about his venue. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Tyler's involved with that, yeah, and we want to get, up. you know. But they're doing a Carol King and James Taylor rock oh show on the 18th. Okay. So that's that uh, is also happening, and it's selling quite well. They're very popular around here. So if you are interested in seeing them do something, because I know they do their jazz yeah. Oh, yeah. things more often, and this is a, a more contemporary show um, with a full band and a, a little bit more of a rock vibe. Willy Wonka Jr. is coming up. Of course, <laughs> we have our, our, our young people that are, are involved in, in, in the arts as well, and we're really excited about that. And that will be happening in July, July 15th. Through twenty fourth, uh, the blast. If you go on our website, you can find and out. And these are scrolling stuff. right now on our. These screen. are scrolling right so, now. Uh, they're on our screen, so mm -hmm. people who are uh, now, when you on Facebook Willy with Wonka us. Junior, why is it Junior? It's Junior because the 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 actors have to be between eight and eighteen. So oh, like love where, where where Willie uh, uh, Wonka himself or themselves, depending on how they've cast it. Um, could be, uh, you know, supposed to be an older person, and there's grandparents of, of mm -hmm. uh, Charlie, the young, the little boy who's sort of the. So they might be 18. Exactly. So instead okay. of them being like adult actors, we have to keep it under 18. I love that. So it's all youth that's performing it, and I, they're in rehearsals right now for it. I can hear them singing their hearts out. Oh, um, awesome! It's, it's so. It here's the thing, right now with live theater, I think is more valuable than ever because we've all been 
Good yeah, job. <laughs> shut in our homes and yes. sort of, you know, laying there in our sweatpants watching Netflix yep. and all that for, for years now. And the fact that we can, I'm the theater just it explodes a lot. I was there for opening night of, of Forum and uh, I volunteered to, to bartend because we need volunteers. Um, and we were a little short that night. He's like, can you do this? I was all in my suit and stuff from, <laughs> like, sure. So, and I had the best time and the vibe and the and the hubbub in the, in the, in the lobby was so... It was just electric. It's like that. Right. It, it's about coming together, sitting next to somebody, laughing, crying, getting angry, or or, or feeling the empathy for another character's experience. Absolutely. You can't get that when you're you sitting at home. You need bartenders. Did I hear that correctly? We do. So young professionals of Craven County volunteer. <laughs> yes, at awesome. the Civic Theater. We do. That would be great. They have to be and have a good time. twenty-one they're or all, above. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, all yeah. so they're, they're there. Twenty-one and, and over. Yes. And uh, got about three minutes. Okay. So I want you to make sure you get in all your shows and anything else you want to wind down in okay well the blast from the past which that's coming up in august and that is we're you know we're trying to pick i know that uh rock of ages was a massive <laughs> massive hit in this town and so yes. we're trying to kind of re uh you know kind of pull the people that came in for that that enjoyed that with a 80s themed cool. uh kind of rock concert show with some dialogue and things in between it so it's not quite a story but it, it it's uh, not just like a a rock concert it's going to have it's more theatrical than that um the vintage hitchcock is going to be a radio sort of you know mystery who done it in the in the in the style of, of a hit, typical hitchcock uh that noir kind of style I and mean, it's it's a radio show that will be done on the stage so that should be very interesting and then of course we're concluding the the season with the producers one of my faves classic <laughs> musical yeah a classic musical realm so you know it, we're trying to sort of appeal to everyone in the community and we're planning our 23 season right now and that's my goal too that actually next year's sort of theme for me is really about inclusivity where we are or at least as i assess i really want to get away from this show feels a little bit you know this sort of this is the you know more diverse show this is the more this it's like no i want it all, all yeah. inclusive where the mm -hmm. casts can be of all come from all walks of of life and um that's really important to the for me the message that i would like to get out is that everybody is encouraged to participate as a performer or backstage or a bartender or a you know an usher yeah, it's but it's got to be that it's way our it's got to be it's yeah. our theater and so and i think that's the way it should be mm -hmm. so i you know again just we're recapping we have michael tahaney is mm -hmm. that how you pronounce yes. it tahaney mm -hmm. who is the new executive director of the newburn civic theater again i'll say it over and over one of newburn's crown jewels you know it's what draws people it's what keeps people that's what makes our community so interesting is because we've got so much in the arts for people to do and see mm -hmm. whether it's performing or visual um, they've got a great season of works but they also have a fundraising campaign and I think you really need to look into this because for $500 you can buy a seat with your name on it doesn't mean you get to have the seat all, yeah, all well, the time oh, gonna but yeah but you uh, certainly um, would support this great great awesome. uh organization in our town what is the website that people can go to yes it's really easy to remember it's just newburncivictheater.org.com awesome. so um okay. and that's theater t-h-e-a-t-r-e -E, the theatre the yes <laughs> the formal way to, to spell theater uh yeah so we're really real easy to find yeah so you can go there you can donate online yep you know if you're interested in volunteering or getting involved in theater in any way please stop by it's there on pollock street don't be you know taken back with all the wonderful construction going on at the Elks building and once that happens boy what a boom that's going to be for the theater Absolutely. it's going to be incredible but um you know go by there drop in Can talk to one, michael one more absolutely uh, if on that website too we, we do have our summer youth program and i think there were we were getting a lot of uh, oh, uh, yes. inquiries about that and we've actually moved that to i don't want to say from memory i think it's july 26 it's toward the end of the summer we shift that's why it was a little delayed on, on getting the uh, registration posted because it's now july 26 through august sixth i want to say it's like in that chunk of time as okay. opposed to the other time uh where we were going to originally do it and we thought we would capture maybe because there's a lot of activity happening in that early part of the yep. summer of so others. what's the age range for it, the youth? that is also eight to 18. eight to 18 okay so uh or 18 or under actually i mean it's the, the 18 year olds but are you have to be eight act. years old to yes the minimum age is eight. eight okay um so and i'm really excited about that and the registration is going super fast as so we're saying if there are parents out there who are interested in having their kids participate in that uh, i would do it quickly because it because they're 
we're, we're capping it at 40 this year and we're, we're getting pretty awesome. close right now. Awesome. Michael, thank you for mm-hmm. joining thank us you. today. You are welcome to come back anytime. Thank you. You know, I love what you do. I love what it does for Newburn. And so, um, and you are the right man for the job. I'm so pleased to have you thank in you our much. community. It's great. And thanks to my friend Amber, who said, hey, bring them on. And we are happy to bring anybody on anytime. But um, we've had a great show today. Show, we, yep. We've said a lot and talked about a lot. Um, uh, it's going to be a very hot and warm weekend, yep. but um, street dining tonight. I Get know. out in the street like, and support. Show. That's and right. Support our uh, local restaurants. Um, and, uh, you know, got questions. Hang in there. But let's get the correct information out there. Let's get the truth seek it out it's important it's important just because they're a a a media source doesn't mean they that is correct find out for yourself ask the questions and uh we're we'll have more to say this next week you don't want to miss our show liz is in charge and she's going to have a great veteran with us talking about memorial day um and we need to remember that's why we have monday off not because somebody decided they wanted a holiday so it's very important that you remember freedom is not free and we will celebrate that next friday uh board of aldermen meeting tuesday night hope to see everybody there so exciting but (laughs) um i guess you know see you i'll see you on the sidewalks absolutely have a great weekend share our video please thank you